Good morning. The C.S. Monroe Technology Center in Leesburg has been hailed as a national model for vocational and technical education. It lets students leave high school with professional industry certifications and find well-paying jobs right out of school. And in fact, the popularity of Monroe Tech is part of what started the conversation that led to opening the Academies of Loudoun. So, teachers and students are understandably upset that opening the Academies of Loudoun will mean cutting about two dozen of Monroe Tech's courses in half. For Thursday, February 22nd, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Some of the county's most veteran teachers have been filling school board and county government inboxes this week with complaints about changes at C.S. Monroe Technology Center, the county's 40-year-old vocational and technical school. Monroe Tech is moving from its cramped building in Leesburg to the new Academies of Loudoun south of town in August. But the move will mean cutting about two dozen of Monroe's classes in half, from year-long 36-week courses to one-semester 18-week courses. That has teachers there worried that students will not get the hours they need to earn their industry certifications or have the time to do internships and other on-the-job training. Monroe has been held up as a national model, in part because it lets students earn professional industry certificates in fields like welding, masonry, carpentry, auto repair, computer engineering, nursing, and cosmetology, among others. And it's not just the teachers raising the alarm. Company CEOs have been contacting Leesburg supervisor Kristen Umstadt to warn that crunching those classes down won't leave the students any time to get real-world experience. And the fire chiefs have told her that doing away with an admissions policy that gave priority to student volunteer firefighters could jeopardize the fire company's partnership with Monroe Tech. Umstadt said these are very real concerns, and she's worried that these changes will get in the way of students getting good jobs out of high school. School board member Jill Turgeon said she's had pages and pages of emails about these changes, which she said she had no idea were happening. So at a meeting of the school board's Instruction and Curriculum Committee yesterday morning, she asked for an explanation. Ashley Ellis, the assistant superintendent of instruction, said those changes are not expected to hurt students' ability to earn workforce certifications. She ran down a list of 23 classes that will be pared down from a year to a semester. She said the Virginia Department of Education's requirement for hours for career and technical education classes are much less than what Loudoun has been offering. But Turgeon said Loudoun has never offered the state-mandated minimum, and she said she doesn't understand how a course can be just as strong when it's cut in half. She asked school division staff to prepare a detailed analysis of the impact of these changes, including any business partnerships and certifications that may be jeopardized. 
The popularity of Monroe Tech, ironically, is part of what got the Academies of Loudoun idea started. The Academies of Loudoun campus is designed to allow Monroe Tech to enroll twice as many students, nearly a thousand, and houses two other programs, the Academy of Science, another popular program that needs more space, and the new Academy of Engineering and Technology. One longtime Monroe Tech teacher who asked to remain anonymous said he's already seen the negative effects of the changes. The course he teaches has already been reduced from a two-year to one-year program as of this year. When students took the course for two years, three-quarters of his students passed the test to be certified in that field. This year, he expects just 10 or 20 percent of his students will pass. He said they need more time to hone their skills and get confidence on the machinery and equipment. Another teacher said the new staff hired to oversee the transition to the academies of Loudoun are making career and technical education less of a priority. That teacher said they feel like the blue-collar jobs are being pushed out, and they're trying to turn it into a Vulcan academy. Uh, Star Trek, for those of you less geeky than me. The school board members plan to talk about this more in an ad hoc committee on the academies of Loudoun, although that meeting has not yet been scheduled. Go to loudonnowcom slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, a change by the Small Business Administration in December could have a big impact on business in Leesburg, the town's designated hub zone, or historically underutilized business zone, has doubled in size. That designation gives businesses in that area a leg up in the competition for federal government contracts and provides incentives for those businesses to hire residents of those neighborhoods. Expanding the hub zone district south of the WNOD trail to the Leesburg Bypass extends the business location and hiring incentives to the commercial areas under construction in the Crescent Park development, in the Virginia Village Shopping Center and Harrison Street Corridor, and to neighborhoods including Brandon and Bomead Farms and Crescent Place. The expanded hub zone area generally is bounded by King Street, the Leesburg Bypass, and Edwards Ferry Road. The designation is based on an assessment of the median household income and difficult development areas, which are defined as places designated by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development as having high construction, land, and utility costs relative to the income of the residents. Those assessments are updated regularly, but the Leesburg hub zone boundaries will be locked in until at least December 2021 after the federal decennial census is tabulated according to the Small Business Administration. The new area includes 2,887 residents and 1,379 homes, according to census figures. To qualify for the program's incentives, a business must establish an office within a hub zone, and at least 35% of their employees must be hub zone residents. Lovettsville Mayor Bob Zoldos decided not to run again after six years, and the first person hoping to fill the seat has stepped up. Six-month town council member Nate Fontaine is the first person to put his name in the hat. He was appointed to the council in August to fill the rest of a term left vacant by Jennifer Jones. He's lived in town for five years. He's also a former vice chairman of the town's planning commission. He says his goals include preserving Lovettsville's small-town feel, increasing economic growth, and working to get residents more involved in town affairs. He'd also like to diversify the town's revenues. So far, no other council members have shown interest in running for the seat. And the late Gail Waldron's dream of a public mural in Leesburg will finally come true. Waldron, a passionate leader and supporter of public art in Loudoun, planned her final arts campaign last October with almost military precision. She tapped longtime friends and allies to help her bring it to conclusion. Waldron sadly died in January after several years fighting cancer. 
But after endorsements from the town's Public Arts Commission, Board of Architectural Review, and the Leesburg Town Council, the mural detailing Leesburg's long and rich history will be installed on the southeast wall of the town parking garage near West Loudon Street. The town will hold a formal ribbon-cutting ceremony during the Leesburg Flower and Garden Festival in April. Get the story of how she brought this to fruition and get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, the All Ages Read Together Readathon continues today. By encouraging a love of reading, the Readathon raises awareness and money for All Ages Read Together programs in Northern Virginia, including Leesburg, Sterling, Herndon, and Alexandria. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to educating children in need with free preschool programs in their communities. Today's reading is at 10 a.m. at St. Matthew's Episcopal Church in Sterling, 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. at the Fields of Leesburg, and 12.45 p.m. at Cascades Library in Potomac Falls. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, do something cool to tell your friends. You don't need me to tell you what that is. You're creative, and I believe in you. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.